This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. May regurgitate some things from this conversation with Frank White, who joins us in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. And Frank is one of my go-to guys when I talk about things like umpiring and the state. It's always interesting to get a history lesson on him uh, as it pertains to African-American participation in sports uh, in St. Paul and Minneapolis and beyond because he is an official historian uh, uh, on a lot of different fronts. Frank, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you doing? On the radio, I'm, I'm I'm doing well, Mike. Sorry, somebody just stopped and said hi, and I had to tell them I can't talk to you right yeah, now. You can't be walking uh, downtown in St. Paul because you'll get stopped about six times during this interview. <laughs> I'm actually out at uh, Neiman Athletic Complex, getting ready to watch one of our uh, senior RBI baseball games. Now, you've been involved in the senior RBI for a long time with the uh, Minnesota Twins as for inner city baseball, et cetera, and, uh, as a coach and, and, and facilitating umpires and everything else. What is the state of the program right now? Has this been a good year for you, a good summer for it? Yeah, uh, in terms of numbers and kids involved, uh, you know, it's been a good year uh, in terms of participation uh, for players, we're getting ready to take a couple of all-star team all-star teams to uh, Chicago on uh, July 21st. We're going to be there for four days. Should be a good event, nice memorable memorable event for those those kids that uh, get a chance to go. Um, and then I know you're going to we we want to talk about umpires. You know, umpires and sports officials is is a whole nother challenge in a, in a, in a whole nother chapter. Well, is it at a critical juncture, would you say, in terms of getting the numbers up? Mike, I, I think that we're beyond critical, really? uh, to be perfectly honest. I, you know, we, you, if we looked at any sport and like right now in baseball, the high school uh, program this past year, uh, I think the associations that assign games, Northwest, Gopher, et cetera, and even in our park and rec level, in our RBI level here in Minneapolis and St. Paul, there's there's a shortage of officials. I know I just uh, left uh, uh, Sid Harbin Field up northeast, and I was talking to uh, one of the administrators from uh, Minneapolis, and he was telling me that for 10 and under baseball, they're paying $60 a game. Really? Which usually takes, and, and they can't even get anybody to work. And for people not familiar, um, the 10 under baseball would be your, your least threatening, uh, least intimidating. Uh, I mean, it, it's a pretty easy day at the office because uh, winning is, is is not emphasized as much as just playing fundamentally sound and get, keeping the game moving. I mean, that is an excellent, it makes me sick though, Frank, because it makes me wonder where are all our 20 to 25 year olds that are looking to make a little extra money uh, that have played baseball that know why, why can't we get them off the couch and out there? 
Well, I, I think it's, I think Mike, it's, it's a uh, kind of complex, but I, I think the easiest way to explain is I, I think what we've allowed in sports for the last, and I'll just say 20 years, you know, the, the average, and I shouldn't say the average, the fan in the stand, some of the coaches, I mean, we've really taken a bite out of youth sports in, in this country. And, and to the point of where people don't want to, they don't want to work as a sports official. Who wants to be yelled at for two hours on any given day with somebody just in your ear the whole time? It, it's not worth the money. Um, and it's not an enjoyable way to to spend your time. So I think part of it is those younger players, they've seen umpires work, and, and they know what it's like, and, and I don't think they're attracted to it like maybe people were in the past. Now, do you empower and, and that, your umpires to interact with fans? In other words, if there's a fan that, that's blatant and, and they're wrong, do you, do you tell your umpires don't hesitate to go over there and set them straight? Oh, I, and I think, uh, yeah, we do, and we have some policies in place in both Minneapolis and St. Paul, similar to some of the other baseball programs where literally we ask people to uh, to calm down and, and, and we tell them, you know, if you continue, you know, we're gonna, you're going to leave the park. Yeah. And, and if you don't, we're just going to stop the ball game. I, I think, though, Mike, the way things have gone, and, and if we look at society today, I mean, look what just happened on the 4th of July. Yeah, I mean, it was just with the fireworks stuff. I mean, that is literally insane, and and we're to the point of where people don't want to create a conflict, even at a baseball game or a basketball game, for fear of not knowing who that other individual is or the consequences out of that. So sure. I think it's it's really becoming a very difficult situation. So, and, and is it more in the inner city or is it everywhere? Oh, it's everywhere. You know, it's, it's not just in the inner city. Uh, we could be in Duluth. We could be in Edina. We, wherever there are games, there, there are issues. And I get sent videos all the time. Uh, this past basketball season, I got videos from, from some of those places that you would be surprised yep. at some of the videos that I was sent and, and 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 I don't want to switch from the umpiring thing, but they're they're pretty much the same. They're issue. one and the same. Yep, it's happening all over. It's happening all over. So so, how do you encourage somebody to get an umpire right now, or or officiating anything? I you know I I think one of the one of the best ways is if you happen to know somebody, you know, if you're friends yeah. with somebody, comfort zone, yeah, um, you know, and then and I think that. You know, maybe that personal touch. If I've got a friend, and and uh, or even I'll even use the example of my uh, my grandson Xavier. Um, he knew that Grandpa used to officiate. So actually, this summer he went and officiated at weekend tournaments and and made a little bit of money. Yep. And now he 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 wasn't proficient in all of the rules. Yep. But at least he had the courage to go out and run up and down the floor, and and he got. I think he got paid like 28 bucks a game or something. That's like a that. nice paycheck so, for a kid. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, so that was, that was pretty good. So I think sometimes it's that personal touch, somebody that, you know, uh, it could be a neighbor, it could be a relative. Uh, it could be a coach talking to a player uh, that, you know, maybe he isn't going to play anymore. A uh, number of situations that, 
that that's better than, you know, there are organizations, the twins are working with uh, the amateur sports commission and, and there are some other recruiting efforts going on and those are wonderful. But when somebody sits in a meeting and they sign up and they say, okay, how does that translate really to real people moving into a situation where they're actually on the floor, on the baseball field, on the ice, uh, the football field, you know, there, there is some movement, but it's not significant. I, just, I talked to a couple of guys today, uh, basketball, baseball people, and they told me that the three major basketball uh, uh, associations in the metro area have just combined to send out a letter to athletic directors in the conferences that they all provide officials for telling them that this upcoming season, each school is going to have to move one Tuesday, Friday home game um, in order for them to be able to accommodate officials for, for games. Wow. So, and that's why we saw all those Wednesday games this last year, right? Because it used to be taboo. You never played on Wednesdays because of church conflicts. And all of a sudden you're seeing all these Wednesday games. And I thought, what's at first I thought, well, are those just makeups. Well, it was because of referees, right? Absolutely. There's even Saturday games. So I think, I think what people don't realize right now, Mike, is, you know, the average fan goes to the game, and, and if you're a supporter of that team, you say, okay, there's a Wednesday game. You don't really know why. You just no. don't do that. But, but the impact is things are being moved because there's a shortage. And there's really been a, a shortage of officials uh, at the high school level and below for probably the last, I'll say, 15 years. Yeah. And, yep. and, and, we've, and people have said that, and then a lot, and now COVID comes along. And now that has another kind of impact. And some of that impact is some officials may have said, you know what, this might be a time for me to do something else with my time yep. instead of yep. coming yep. back. Yep. You know, I may enjoy doing something different with my life yep. now. So we've, we've lost people, not necessarily because of COVID, but because of the impacts of COVID and the impacts of the junk that you have to take if you if you work a game. I mean, I've, I I'm still out evaluating basketball officials, and 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 then because of my connection, this is my 21st season with the Twins, so I see a lot of baseball games, youth baseball games, and 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 I got to tell you. Um, the things that I see in the stands and, and, and at times when I can say something to somebody, I will. Um, but I don't know everybody either. So I'm also going to be a little careful of, of who I say stuff to, but yeah. it's amazing what we're seeing today, Mike, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and it's, and it's youth sports. I it's saw, um, sports. Well, I'll save that for the end. But another question along those lines, you talk about the RBI program. You used to talk about, you know, we can't get enough kids to play baseball in the inner city. Uh, I got news for you, Frank, and, and you already know this. Uh, you can't get kids to play baseball in a lot of cities. It's not just an urban thing. There are some that, that, that flourish and do well, but there are many, many more that just the kids have lost a lot of interest in playing baseball. You see that up close as well. What do we need to do uh, to, to get kids to play baseball again, especially those that, you know, it's such, a, it's such a great and viable alternative for so many of them? Oh, boy, Mike, I, 
you know, we've worked at that for 20 years. I, I wish, I wish I had a, a good answer for you. I honestly do. But, but across the country, baseball has taken a dip as has girls fast pitch softball and, and, and baseball has, has really become a money sport. And, and, you know, where kids are going to play for all these elite teams, similar to, to AAU basketball, yep. I, I guess, to a certain degree. But it's really become a, a place where it, it's, it's money and, 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 and playing at the elite level. And, and the, the ironic thing in it is in baseball, nobody, nobody gets a full ride. Right. Nobody. If you talk to John over at, at, at the U, you know, he's, he's got to provide 35 guys approximately money generally out of, and I think what they get, like 11.6. Yeah, something like that. Yep, and you divide it up. Yep. Yeah, and, and so when you think about what people invest, again, to play ball every season at an elite level and the return, I'm not so sure – the return is there for the dollar, but you got people that believe that money is the way. And, and that's the impact of what's going on with baseball. And, and, uh, and, and I heard your interview, just the, your last interview and talking about hockey and, and the showcases. I mean, that's, that's what people are telling parents. Now you got to have your kid go to a showcase. So not only are you paying big money, but if the family goes with, now yeah, here we go money for the family, you know, so everybody's it, it. It's a lot of money. And, and so if you want to play at that level, if you want to maybe get seen at that level and you can't afford it, it's, it's not even in your, it's not even in your ability. Uh, last question is any, you game about a month ago and I saw a referee go after a kid. In, in other words, the kid said something and he went at him and they had to break him up. And I don't know what was said, and I, I, I never did find out what was said, uh, but the referee was intent on either getting right in his face or in getting physical with him. Uh, up to that point, it had been a very well-officiated, efficient basketball game. Uh, does that happen ever? Is that a concern of, of yours, that, that referees uh, uh, are going to lose it as well? I, I, I think so, Mike. I think, you know, where officials are, you know, officials are people. They're they're your next door neighbor. They're they're your uncle. They're your aunt. Um, so they're they're no different than than anybody else. And and at some point in time, we all have our day. Um, and and you know, it, it might not be that particular ball game. And and when I when I train officials or when I used to go around and talk about sportsmanship, you know, one of the things that we have to understand is before we go to that athletic event. We've had a full day of the job, maybe your boss, maybe it didn't go the way it was, maybe at home something impacted you, maybe you were driving to the event and somebody cut you off or or gave you a sign in the window or whatever, you know, and so already you're you're irritated. Now you go into the to the ball game and something doesn't go the way you think it is and you're already kind of tense. So officials are kind of in the same sense where, you know, you, you get to the game, you're supposed to be there an hour early and, and sit down and relax and prepare for the game. But again, sometimes, you know, we get lost in the midst of, of, of life and, and the, the reality of things. You know, if, if you're, if, if you, 
if you couldn't pay the bill or something like that, that's eating at you uh, for some reason. You know, we don't know what goes on in people's lives. There's so many things that can impact all of us as individuals, and we don't see that, but we see the outburst of what happens. So am I concerned? Yes, I'm concerned. This past season, we had a couple coaches put their hands on players. Absolutely shouldn't have happened. And and uh, in one of those cases, a coach got fired. The other case, nothing happened to the coach because of maybe who he was. So I think there's a lot of things that are we're, we're right on the, the edge, Mike, of, of, of seeing even more outbursts. Um, I saw a video of John Higgins. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but he talked about he went to his kid's game or something like that. They didn't uh, have an official. So he actually got on the floor. So John, oh, yeah. this is one of the yeah. one of the top basketball officials in the country, yep. and the coaches just ripped him apart, and and and, and that's that's absurd. Yep, where it tells you where it's at. That's, yeah, that, that's exactly where we're at, Mike, and and but we see it every day too, and and all of the other stuff that's going on. So so our youth sports is not so far removed for what we see every day in society. So it's not like it's a, a protected situation. And uh, so, so I think people need to keep that in mind. And, and if I could say anything to, to, to people listening, you know, uh, we need sports officials. And I don't think people understand how important they are to the game. But pretty soon we're going to start seeing more and more games canceled. Yep. And then people are going to say, why is what's happening? And they're going to blame the AD or they're yeah. going to blame yeah, that's the high right. school league. Yep. And, and, and that's not fair either because they don't control that. What the control is when they, when people pay that admission to go watch the yep. game, they should, they should appreciate the game. The game. And what yep. it is. Hey Frank, I got to let you go, but well put, always enjoy visiting with you and I hope I run into you soon. All right, Mike, take care, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.